What's up competitors? This week I'm getting together with Coach Dar to talk about how you can raise the bar in your life this week. Welcome to the Compete Every Day podcast, a weekly show to help you harness the power of competition to be better than yesterday. Hear each week from performance leaders, coaches, and experts on the benefits of competition and how you can use it to win at work and in life. And now, your host, Chief Encouragement Officer at Compete Every Day, Jake Thompson. What's up, competitors? I am glad you're here. If you don't know me, my name is Jake Thompson. I am the Chief Encouragement Officer at Compete Every Day. And this week, I get to welcome to the show Darlene Santor, better known as Coach Dar. Coach Dar has spent the last 18 years working as a board-certified occupational therapist and coach. She's been helping people overcome setbacks, change their lives, and raise the bar in every area and pursuit of life. She's got a playbook that's designed to help others take their games to a new level. And today she opens up that playbook to share some secrets with you on what you can do in your life to break through some mental barriers, to level up the goals you're pursuing, heck, to level up your life and be a better competitor. Coach Dar is such a giving spirit and she has an incredible story herself of struggles and adversity that she's overcome to be where she is today and she is such a giving person that she's wanting to give as much info, as much wisdom, and as much actionable tips to you. So without further ado, let's rock and roll this week. Let's be better competitors by raising the bar and welcome to the show, Coach Dar. All right, Coach Dar, welcome to the show today. How are you? I'm doing awesome. How are you? I'm great. I love your energy. As I told you before we hopped on, I've been excited about this call uh, <laughs> since our mutual friend Kelly connected us because you're just energy and fire of everything I see on social media is is lit is the best way to put it. So tell everyone a little bit, introduce yourself to our listeners who aren't as familiar with you, and then we'll just rock and roll. Okay, well, um, my name is Darlene Santor, but most people know me as Coach Dar, and um, I'm an occupational therapist by trade. I've been a therapist for 21 years, and I started out in traumatic brain injury, taking care of traumatic brain injured and stroke patients and helping them with their neuro rehab. So the mind, uh, the body, the spirit, everything coming together and in the occupational life, getting them back to a new normal. Um that's a kind of a, a deeper question we can go into later. But then that led me to, um, I went back to school for business, was running in healthcare. And then in, let's see, 2008, I started my own practice. I wanted to help get to people before it was too late. You know, I was seeing people and treating them and helping them and running businesses and trying to get people so they could get back to their life. But what I kept hearing is people talk about the regrets or what they didn't get to. And I thought, gosh, if I could help shift the mindset, if I could help people, you know, before something happens, go after what they want. Or even if they do fall, just give them the mindset, the perspective, the tools, the inspiration to just go, you know, keep the momentum going. Don't give up. Just because you go off course doesn't mean it's the end of flight. And I, I was super passionate. Um, 
I had obviously some life events that had happened that made me that passionate too with a stroke. And we could talk about that too. But all to say, I started speaking on my own for free. Like in 2008, I would host these nights of inspiration. I would just want people to come and get inspired to move them and, you know, coach them if they needed it. And that honestly started to create, create momentum over these past gosh, 10 years of that, of now coaching people all over the country, uh, even globally and speaking around the country and globally. So it's been a journey that I could have never predicted, <laughs> but it's kind of where God has brought me. And I'm so grateful. Beyond I love grateful. that. I love that. I, I love that. The path, and we'll dive into that a little bit, but after kind of your life shift, you just started wanting to help people. And and it wasn't Mm -hmm. about, you know, hosting these paid events and making all this money. It was just coming Mm -hmm. from a passionate point where you wanted to help someone else go through this path and, and go through their journey. Let me ask you, because you did mention it, and I know we talked about it briefly, everything kind of changed for you after you had a stroke. How has, I would say, your approach to maybe servant leadership, did it change after that incident? Was that kind of a a wake-up call, complete change trajectory for you? Or did it further cement and solidify what you already knew to be true? Well, I think by nature, I've had um, a servant's heart. I mean, I watched my parents who were servant leaders. My mom, she's just, she's incredible. I mean, if she had a sandwich and she was, it was the half of a sandwich and she knew she was hungry, but she knew someone else was hungry. She'd give it away. And we've always been that kind of family. We didn't have a lot growing up. I mean, they still live in the 1500 square foot home that we grew up in. And, but I always saw that and, and faith and service was a big part of our family. And I knew I wanted to help people. I mean, I've always since I was a kid, I would try to root for the underdog. I would help to be a voice until someone found their voice. So it was in me. And then I obviously went into taking care of people within the hospital. And I saw what they went through. But then when I go through, went through my own stroke, it, it was a moment that shifted me. But then it was like a few years after when I started to think, well, I needed to do this or this. And that was not the path that I needed to go on. And it was when I stopped. And really, uh, when I created my own practice and I stopped and I said, all right, this is the path we're going to go. It's actually when I felt the pain of everything, like everything that had happened. And it was in that moment for me, especially that my faith, like I got cracked wide open and what was already in my heart just got like multiplied. I I can't even tell you how big. And I remember being really down one day when I started this going like, God, I know this is what you want for me, but I don't know how to do this. I can't, I literally have never felt not being able to get up. And my sister had come over and she had said, Dar, like God gave you this new life, you know, to go forward, not to isolate or go back to old ways. You've got to get up. And I said to her, I know, I just don't know how. And the crazy part was when she left, a message came on my phone and back then it was blackberries and it was a (laughs) devotional and a devotional only comes Monday through Friday, but this came on a Saturday and it said the exact thing she said, like, I did not give you new life to isolate or go back to old ways. And I said, God, if you want me to go and keep serving people and help them and give me life, then I'll get up. And, And I got up and I never looked back and I've been going ever since. And I've had two strokes since then. And it's not stopping me. It's only propelling me because I've mentioned this before, but every setback helps you 
either it'll either hold you back or it'll propel you forward because it, it continues to help you understand your strength, what you need to refine, what you could do. And if you could learn from that, you're that much stronger going forward. And it really does catapult you. It's just your perspective of it. And then honestly, if I have a numbered amount of days <laughs> coming, I want to slide in to heaven when I get there. I want to be on empty <laughs> when I'm done. <laughs> I, I love that. I love that, especially that ending, because one of the phrases we use at Compete a ton is the idea of ending on empty. And it goes back to what oh, you mentioned and, and what we talked about in terms of people getting to the end of their life and still having a lot left in the tank. You know, they have those uh, those regrets and, and the number one regret of the dying is is living a life for everyone else instead of what I wanted, what my passions were and, and what would have been true to me. And so we're adamant here about competing for that life to end on empty so that when you get to that final breath, you've exhausted everything you have in the pursuit of everything you want. But along that path, you encounter adversity, you encounter those setbacks. And what's beautiful about what you said is they can hold you back or propel you forward. And, and it comes down to your perspective. How have you worked on not only your own perspective, but with others for people that maybe, hey, the glass is half empty, like they, they struggle with more negative thoughts and focuses to help them see that this could be, instead of something holding you back, it could just be a slingshot pulling you back to propel you even farther forward. You know, when you're in the middle of that, and if you do have that mindset and you're just going like, I just don't, I can't go forward. I, I, I know what you're saying, but I, I don't see it that way. I don't see how this is going to get better. You know, that's what I've heard. And in that moment, it really does feel like that. But you have to show them, give them, continue to keep trying to shift that mind to give them hope. Every scenario of people, including them in the past when they felt like that before, but obviously they made it because they're still here or other scenarios of people. I mean, I'm constantly given all the famous failures that we've heard about or people who have been wounded in battle or just extremes to say, here's just more examples. Bring it back to perspective. See where you are and know that even in the most unbelievable circumstances, people have been, been able to overcome it but it really takes you from believing. You've got to believe that there is a better way, that there is a new normal, that there's something good coming. And it's going to take you just taking one step. What's one thing we could do today to just shift that. So you give them big picture, but then you bring it back and say, what's just one thing. Maybe for them, it's just, I just want you to get up and I want you to shower today. I want you to go outside and connect with someone. I'll go with you. Let's just go. Let's get out of the house. Cause what you have to do is break that cycle you know, what happens is you start isolating when you're in that pain and you start not even getting out. And, you know, with the world we live in, everything could be ordered to your house now. So it really keeps people in pain stuck. So you've yeah. got to pull them out of that. And sometimes it, if someone's listening to this and they know they have a friend that's really hurting, they're going to say, no, I don't want to go. No, I don't need to go out. No, I don't want to talk. Pull them. Meaning like mentally pull them, love on them, get them because that shift of perspective or Send them jokes, send them YouTube videos that are funny, change the state of the brain for a few moments to have them realize just a few seconds of relief. And if you can, you might be able to open up a conversation and say, all right, that was today. We're going to go and do the same thing tomorrow. Because once you keep going, you, it really does move you out of that. I mean, my last stroke was just nine or 10 weeks ago. And I, I mean, I would have never thought this would have happened again. 
and it was hard and you got to stick with it. But I just kept sitting there and there were days that I didn't want to get out. And I just, I knew what I'm telling you. And I'm like, nope, I would either call someone or I'd say, let's meet up or I would do something. So I got out of that space because it gets really hard. Yeah, no, I think that's incredibly valuable advice for anyone listening. And it's something that we know, every one of us knows someone that's going through that. Uh, at some point or another, if they haven't yet, if they're not currently, they will, uh, just because it's inevitable in life with the majority of people. One of the things I love about your content and the things you share is is a lot of it is around gratitude and, and the mindset and perspective we discussed earlier and having this gratitude life, gratitude-filled life to where you're thankful for the things you have. One of the struggles with that for a lot of us, especially as we're in the pursuit of being better than yesterday, is to keep that hunger to be to, to strive for more and strive to be better, while also simultaneously balancing to be grateful for the things we have, the distance we've come, and where we currently are. What are some tips or advice you might have for someone on that balance? How do you how do you properly manage that perspective of continuing to push and strive, know that you've got more in the tank and can do more, but don't forget to be grateful for what you have and how far you've come. Yeah, that and I think that is something that everyone kind of teeters on all the time, but truly you just have to know that First of all, the things you have today are probably the things that you've been praying about that you got or that someone else is praying for. So put it in perspective and then perspective of the gratitude in the morning. Like you have clean water, you have a washer and dryer that you don't have to possibly have to go somewhere to wash them. You have a roof over your head. You know, I'm in Arizona and we lost our power the other night for two hours and we had no air condition. And so when it comes on, you're extremely grateful that you have it. And you kind of have to keep going like, what's the checklist of things that I need to make sure is always in front of me so I never forget how important and how grateful I need to be. And you thank God for those things. You're you're in gratitude every morning and every night about that, all the blessings that you have in front of you. But then the hustle and the grind and the perspective shift also, also comes from, okay, but I also know that I've been created for greatness. And if I'm created for greatness, I know that there's more that I'm being called to and that I'm evolving every day. And I pray that you're open to evolve every day, that you don't think like you're at your hike. We're never at our, our peak. Um, but you sit there and you say, okay, what can I do to learn today? What can I do to move the needle forward a little bit? Uh, how can I keep going so that whatever blessings I know that are going to keep coming, that I keep working towards them and the gift that I'm supposed to give back to this world, I keep working on refining so I can give it. And you're constantly shifting your focus to when you get up in the morning, one, you have life and you're breathing. I can't tell you having your health and being able to function should be like your absolute first state of gratitude because there's people that are wishing they could just have the day to go function however they want or have the chance to go to work, but they're fighting in a hospital right now or fighting cancer. So putting that in perspective and then saying, okay, if this is the gift I have and grateful I am, how am I, how am I going to use this to help make the people around me in this day and everyone that touches me better. And when you do that, you're going to keep moving towards evolving because you want to be better when you show up. I would hope that anyone who comes and works with me or works on me, like it was a doctor that he continued to keep refining his skills before he came and worked on me as a doctor. Well, that shouldn't just be the doctor's standard. It should also be our standards, no matter what your job is. 
anywhere. And so when you keep in that perspective, you'll keep moving forward to trying to be your best and achieving all the goal, the goals that you want and the levels of greatness that you want to go to while being grateful in the moment for everything and the journey. And, you know, there's a quote I share a lot that says, your journey has molded you for the greater good. Don't think that you lost time. It took each and every moment to bring you to the now and now it's right on time. And that's a version of Asha Tyson who said that, but it kind of lets you know that everything you went through has brought you to now. So be grateful for that. And it's right on time. So don't fret about what went right or wrong. Just focus on now and focusing on making now great will help propel you forward. I love that. I love that. And it's funny because we want to rush so much. I mean, it's easy hopping on social media. If somebody were to go to social media and they, they look at your account and, and they're, they speak or they coach and they see you on these stages and the things that you go and do, they assume, man, I've, I've never heard of coach Dar. Like it looks like it's so easy for her. Like she, she must've just come out of nowhere, but you didn't get to that point overnight. It was, it was the little things. It was the process. It was the timing of you going through certain things, being sharpened, molded, learning from those experiences that slowly compounded to get you to where you are today. And, and obviously, as we talked about, you still have things you're moving forward with ahead and the timing isn't quite there yet. Cause you're not quite there yet, but you're continually pressing forward. And as you would say, raising the bar every day on that. Mm -hmm. Absolutely. And it's that constant of how can I raise the bar? How can I level up and be the best that I can? You know, I work with pro athletes and they're what, what is crazy to me is people look and say, Oh, they're the pros. And I turn around and say, yeah, but you're a pro in your life. First of all, we're all human beings and everyone's just working to try to refine their skills. Well, they're at their level because they focus and practice every day. And what you're seeing on the field or on the court or on uh, the, the ice is years of practicing to make it to there. When you see someone in an executive role, it took them years to become and get to that leadership role. When you see someone even pastoring a church, it took them years to become the head pastor of that church. I mean, anywhere, even great parents, everything took time, but it took consistent discipline with yourself and a, a, a humble warrior spirit almost to keep driving and going. And, you know, it, it, nothing happens overnight. No great plans happen quickly. It takes time. So being patient with it, but you have to have a level of excellence within you that wants to push to come and, and compete and show up with a level of excellence. That's going to make a difference. I love it. I love it. All right, coach. If someone listening to this besides me is just fired up listening and learning from you, how can they get better connected with you? Where is the best place for them to go check out your work, say hi, and get to know more about what you're about? Uh, well, you could always find me social media, Instagram and Twitter is both at the coach star. So that's T H E coach star. And then, uh, if you have Facebook, it's Darlene Santor, D A R L E E N. And then Santor is S A N T O R E. And my website is coachstar.com. And I just, I share inspiration on all my social media outlets. Um, occasionally I am on snap, but not, not a ton. Uh, so you can find me on different things, but I, I cheer pay it forward inspiration. Um, I want people to win at life. I want them to show up and be the best they possibly could be every day, not give up, not settle 
um, and share their gift with the world. So if you go on my social media and there's something you see, it might be for you or maybe it's for you to pay it forward to someone else to inspire them. I love it. I love it. And I want to tell everyone and encourage everyone go to her website. Uh, she has a free ebook uh, called Here's the Deal that you can download. Highly recommend that you download, check it out, uh, follow her along. Coach, this has been an absolute blessing. I appreciate you so much coming on the show this week. Thanks so much for having me. I appreciate it. Thank you. Thank you for listening to another episode of the Compete Every Day podcast. To learn more, visit CompeteEveryDay.com. To connect with Jake or contact the show, email us at podcast at CompeteEveryDay.com. And as always, keep competing every day to be better than you were yesterday.